You're about to listen to Persistence is the Key, the podcast hosted by me, Venetia Arnold. Enjoy and remember, as I always say, never settle. Persistence is the key. Okay. Hello to all. Welcome to Persistence is the Key, the podcast where we will introduce you to individuals who overcame obstacles and difficulties to accomplish their goals and to win in life. I am your host, Venetia Arnold. Today, our guest is Judge Frederica Phillips. Judge Phillips has recently been reelected for her second term. Judge Phillips, that is amazing. Tell us about that. Hi, uh, everyone. Yeah, this is Frederica Phillips. Uh, yes, I, I just uh, won my re-election for a second four-year term as judge of the 61st Civil District Court in Harris County. Um, I can say that this has been the best job ever, um, and, and I am just so honored and um, delighted that I'm being allowed to serve another term. I really just appreciate um, all of the voters uh, and their vote of confidence in me. Wonderful, wonderful. That is amazing, Judge Phillips, and congratulations on that. Okay, so of course here at Persistence is the Key, we're all about humanitarian, excuse me, humanitarian causes and education. And Judge Phillips, if you can, can you tell us about a time when you faced a tremendous obstacle, but you succeeded and you were successful? Uh, yes, I, I can actually. Um, well, actually, I, I, two obstacles. Uh, the first example, I'm just going to go. You know, is it being the first is all is an obstacle in and of itself. And I found myself being the first in a lot of things. Uh, one being the first to in, in my family um, to go to law school, get a college degree, um, to get an upper level degree. The only lawyer, uh, and 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 the same now. Uh, judge as well. I was the, I'm the first African-American female judge of the court that I preside over. But going back to being the first in law school, um, you know, it was difficult uh, with my family and we didn't have the resources that a lot of the other, uh, my colleagues had in school. And so when it came time to take the bar exam, um, I didn't realize there was a whole nother school um, for that, to study for the bar exam. Um, and they're like, how am I going to pay for that? You know, I have all these other student loans and now I'm this other school to take. And, it, you know, luckily I made a lot of good connections in law school uh, and, and while I clerked with different firms. And so what if my um, new, new lawyers at a firm that I was clerking at, you know, I told him, you know, I'm not sure how I'm going to pass the bar exam. I can't take this, this school to study for it. Um, and he had just taken it. And so he gave me his book. Uh, and that's what I did. I studied his books and, and passed the bar exam the first time around. Uh, you know, so it's always these unlikely mentors who will step in and help you when you least expect it. Uh, so that was the first time. Uh, oh, the first uh, example, I should say, uh, of, of diversity and the things that I, that I overcame. But also, um, I have, uh, since, since uh, my teenage years, I've suffered from hearing loss. Uh, and so that has also been, you know, most people don't know that about me. Uh, so I'm usually pretty good about hiding it, <laughs> being able to just read lips and, 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 um, and understand what, you, what other people are saying. Uh, but in the courtroom, it, it became different. And, and so, you know, we were able to do different things to, to make the courtroom work. Uh, and, and again, that's when I kind of step in. There were other 
um, more senior judges who okay. before said, oh, well, I'm so glad that you told us this because we can't hear either. And, we're <laughs> and now you've helped us to develop systems that work for all of us, um, even those, those of us who didn't think that we had a problem before. Okay. 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 Um, wonderful. So you said you overcame the hearing disability along with uh, the bar exam stuff. Yeah, well, it was the, the having the financial resources to, to, to um, take the classes. Uh, we didn't have, basically, the lack of resources. And so kind of leaning on others, um, unlikely uh, mentors who step, step, stepped in and said, here, I'm going to help you. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. That is amazing. And congratulations on being reelected to your second term, the first African-American in your, in your, for, for your court. I mean, that, that makes me think of uh, the most recent stuff with uh, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. What do you think of that? That is so amazing. And it is, you know, it, her being the first African-American vice president and South Asian, you know, it, it's really in her acceptance speech where she said, you know, she's the first, but she won't be the last. And, and that's, you know, what it is, you know, when you're breaking barriers like that, it's hard to do, but when you get there, then you, you can look back and say, I've done it. Now I'm going to bring all the rest of these um, young women to come in and follow my footsteps and even go beyond me. So it's definitely, you know, I'm not the first, <laughs> I am the first, but I won't be the last. Um, African-American female judge for this court. Um, and hopefully, you know, there'll be others who will go even higher. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let me ask you, what are your thoughts on the most recent, this, well, it's affecting everybody in the world, this global pandemic situation. How are you and your family and your, you know, your staff handling this? You know, this is, uh, we are living in some unprecedented times. Uh, it's just, it's scary, uh, but it's also amazing the way, you know, we see some people working together to try to make um, things as quote unquote normal uh, in an unnormal situation. We've had with the courts, um, obviously, just the justice system can't stop, uh, particularly when we have uh, criminal defendants who are waiting, you know, trial, we can't stop. And so we've had the judges kind of all stepped up and worked together to try to develop systems to make it as safe as possible uh, for people to come in uh, or to have virtual virtual hearings. And also if we have to have a, a trial, which we normally do for criminal defendants, to make it as safe as possible to come in. There are so many layers and layers and layers um, of systems we put into place from masking and distancing and, and um, spreading out people more than six feet to make this work. Um, and so it's just a, a different time we're living in. But at the same time, then you see on a national level, um, the perspective is totally different. Um, and so, you know, it's going to be great to see what happens next year when we have a new uh, president come in. That maybe we'll have a more uniform um, message to send to the nation on how we should all be safe, uh, wearing masks and distancing and all of that. Absolutely. So what are you thinking about this, this uh, Trump Biden? How do you think this is all going to work out? Because, you know, the, you know, he doesn't, you know, this voter fraud election. And since you're a justice on the bench, just what is your take on this recent election debacle and everything that's going on? <laughs> well, everyone has, you know, every candidate has the, the right to contest an election, but there are 
um, you know, things you have to establish. You have your burden of proving it. And it has to be something that happened on election day that you personally witnessed. Um, so it's not a, I can just make something up or, you know, tweet something, you know, you've got to have some actual facts uh, identified by witness. And what we've seen so far is that has not been the case. And most of the mm -hmm. suits have either been dismissed or thrown out. Um, and, and so I think, you know, we, we're going to be moving on with our new president. Uh, whether the, the former um, likes it or not. You know, we have a laws in place and, and we have a date when things change and that's what's going to happen. Absolutely. I, I agree. I, uh, absolutely. Okay. So Judge Phillips, tell us where we can find you. Yes. Yeah, so I am, uh, my website is FredericaPhillips.com. Uh, and also on social media, there are links on the website to Facebook, Instagram, and also emailing me. My courtroom is open to the extent that we can be open <laughs> for Absolutely. the 61st. So hopefully next year when we can really open the doors, I would love for people to drop in and just come by and say hi. Uh, but in the meantime, definitely check out my website, FredericaPhillips.com and learn more about me. Okay, spell out your first name for them. F-R-E-D-E-R-I-C K-A. Absolutely. FredericaPhillips.com. Okay. And of course, I am your host, Venetia Arnold. You can find me at VenetiaArnold.com. That's V-E-N-I-S-H-A, Arnold, A-R-N-O-L-D.com. Also check out my nonprofit organization, which this podcast is named after. Visit PersistenceIsTheKey.org. Judge Phillips, do you have any parting words? I just appreciate you for inviting me um, to speak with your audience. Thank you so much for what you do. And I wish everyone, uh, again, be safe and best of luck in your futures. <laughs> thank you so much, Judge Phillips. And thank you for tuning in, guys. Remember, never settle. Persistence is the key. And to all, have a great day. Hey guys, look like you reached the end. Well, remember, as I always say, never settle. Persistence is the key.